This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. We live in an age in which we the people are at the mercy of militarized, weaponized cops who have almost absolute discretion to decide who is a threat, what constitutes resistance, and how harshly they can deal with we the people they were appointed to serve and protect. As such, those who seek to exercise their First Amendment rights during encounters with police are increasingly finding there's no such thing as freedom of speech. This is the painful lesson being imparted with every incident in which someone gets arrested and charged with any of the growing number of contempt charges. These range from resisting arrest and interference to disorderly conduct, obstruction, and failure to obey a police order. These get trotted out any time a citizen voices discontent with the government or challenges or even questions the authority of the powers that be. Merely daring to question, challenge, or hesitate when a cop issues an order can get you charged with resisting arrest or disorderly conduct, free speech be damned. In fact, getting charged or arrested is now the best case scenario for encounters with police officers who are allowed to operate under the assumption that their word is law and that there is no room for any form of disagreement or even questioning them. The worst case scenario involves getting probed, beaten, tasered, tackled, searched, seized, stripped, manhandled, shot, or even killed by the police. This mindset alone of those who wear the government uniform, whether it be a soldier, a police officer, a prison guard, that they must be obeyed without question is a telltale sign of authoritarianism goose-stepping its way toward totalitarianism. Be warned, there can be no free speech for the people, the citizens, when the government speaks in a language of force. What's the language of force? Militarized police, riot squads, camouflage gear, black uniforms, armored vehicles, mass arrests, pepper spray, tear gas, batons, strip searches, surveillance cameras, Kelvar vests, drones, lethal weapons, less than lethal weapons unleashed with deadly force, rubber bullets, water cannons, stun grenades, arrest of journalists, crowd control tactics, intimidation tactics, brutality, contempt of cop charges, and on and on and on. This is how the government at all levels, federal, state, and local, now responds to those who choose to exercise their First Amendment right to speak freely. Just recently, in fact, the U.S. Supreme Court issued a ruling protecting police from lawsuits by persons arrested on bogus contempt of cop charges, ranging from resisting arrest and interference to disorderly conduct, obstruction, and failure to obey a police order that result from lawful First Amendment activities such as filming police, asking a question of police, or refusing to speak with police. In Knees versus Bartlett, the court ruled 6-3 to dismiss the case of Russell Bartlett, an Alaska resident who was arrested at an outdoor festival for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest after he refused to be interrogated by police and then intervened when police attempted to question other attendees about their drinking. 
Another case currently before the court involves the prosecution of a Texas man who faces up to one year in jail and a $4,000 fine for sending emails to police criticizing them for failing to respond to his request for assistance. In yet another case, a rapper was charged with making terroristic threats after posting a song critical of police on Facebook and YouTube. In refusing to hear the case of Knox versus Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court paved the way for individuals to engage in controversial and unpopular political artistic expression by criticizing police, for example, to be labeled terrorists and subject to prosecution and suppression by the government. This, these cases reflect the growing awareness about the state of free speech in America. It's all a lie, and the courts aren't going to protect us. Protest laws. Free speech zones, bubble zones, trespass zones, anti-bullying legislation, zero-tolerance policies, hate crime laws, and a host of other legalistic bullcrap dreamed up by politicians and prosecutors are aimed at only one thing, discouraging dissent and reminding the populace, we the people, that resistance to tyranny of the police state is futile. Weaponized by police, prosecutors, courts, and legislators, Contempt of cop charges have become yet another means by which to punish those citizens who refuse to be muzzled. This is the unfortunate price of exercising one's freedoms today. You have a distinct, protected right on paper, but dare to exercise those rights, and you put yourself at risk for fines, arrests, injuries, and even death. In theory, of course, we the people have a constitutional right to talk back to the government and its agents. The Constitution does not require Americans to be servile or even civil to government officials. Neither does the Constitution require obedience, although it does insist on nonviolence. In fact, the U.S. Supreme Court concluded as much in City of Houston v. Hill when it struck down a city ordinance prohibiting verbal abuse of police officers as unconstitutionally overbroad and a criminalization of protected speech. Unfortunately, the brutal reality of the age in which we live is far different from the ideals set forth in the Bill of Rights. Talking back, especially when the police are involved, can get you killed. The government does not want us to remember that we have rights, let alone attempting to exercise those rights peacefully and lawfully. And it definitely does not want us to engage in the First Amendment activities that challenge the government's power, reveal the government's corruption, expose the government's lies, and encourage the citizenry to push back against the government's many injustices. We're in deep trouble, folks. Freedom no longer means what it once did. Not only do we no longer have dominion over our bodies, our families, or our property, and our lives, but the government continues to chip away at what few rights we still have to speak freely and think for ourselves. Yet as I point out in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, if the government can control speech, it can control thought and in turn it can control the minds of the people. Protest laws, contempt of cop charges, and all the other bogus violations used by cops and prosecutors to muzzle discontent and discourage anyone from challenging government authority are intended to send a strong message that in the American police state, you're either part of the herd marching in lockstep with the government's dictates, or you're a pariah, a suspect, a criminal, a troublemaker, a terrorist, a radical, a revolutionary. In other words, if you're a true patriot who stands up for freedom, beware. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. 
To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.